0: Hi everyone, Uh, it's great to be here with you again this morning. I just thought I'd have a little chat with you, and um, so I've got a cup of tea. Anyone that knows me knows I love my cups of tea. Phil's just made me one, and I thought we'd chat today about the area of hurt and disappointment. I know last week Phil talked about irritations, which I found I always find that helpful um, because it's following on in our series about healthy relationships, and. I thought it was great and it's a great reminder for us to learn how to identify the things that are damaging in our relationships and learn how to deal with them um, I liked talking about the it's the them's and the asses and we're going to do a bit more about that today um, because you know in this life in in the world there will always be hurts irritations conflicts disappointments trouble trials even persecution the Bible talks about it. Jesus speaks about these things. Paul experienced them. And we may not have experienced all of those things yet or, or perhaps not a lot, but I'm pretty sure we will at some stage. And in my 60-plus years, I have experienced a lot of all of those things. Um, life is full of them. We live in that sort of a world. And healthy relationships, Require that we work through and deal with the difficult things that come up as we try to keep in right standing with each other as we live in righteousness, right standing. We need to be able to address these things. You know, some people sweep things under the carpet, you heard that expression. But you know what? Eventually, that, that carpet is going to become so lumpy that it's going to cause somebody to trip. And It might not be the person we would like to trip over it, the person that we are blaming. It may end up being someone completely uh, unrelated. It may end up being some innocent person, some member of the family who cops it because we haven't dealt with something that we're upset about, something that's troubling us, our problem. It could be your future partner that is affected by the things that you've swept under the carpet and not really dealt with. So it's really important to do the work, really important to work through these issues. I've uh, often used the example of a scar that I have on my wrist. You probably can't see it, but believe me, it's there. When I was about 15, my dad and I came back from a family holiday about this time of year uh, from the beach. And we went back home and... uh, we were trying to open up the windows of our house that had been locked up for a couple of weeks, and it's one of the old-fashioned windows that you have to, you know, lift like this. And I was like, uh, uh, lifting, lifting, and my wrist went straight through the glass. It was a horrible, horrible uh, cut, quite major, quite deep, and involved um, stitches and. Uh, Digging out some of the glass and um, making sure it wasn't an infection and it was very very painful Especially because the local anesthetic didn't work, which wasn't so great, but um, you know it, It was a painful experience and I and I remember it very well But I can look at that scar now and I don't feel the pain. I can touch it. I can press it I can do everything with it and I can see it. I remember it. It hasn't just disappeared but the pain is gone because it was properly cleaned out and it was stitched up and I had the antibiotics or whatever and there was no further infection or complication. The scar has healed, the wound has healed. And you know, that's what it is like in our life when we get hurts and disappointments. It's really important that we, we look at them, that we clean them out, we apply the right treatment And we let them heal. So how do we deal with these hurts? Can I have my cup of tea? Well, we need to recognise hurts from other people may be intentional. They may mean to do them, mean to hurt us. Or they may be unintentional. Maybe they're not even aware of it. They may be from something we can't change or address or resolve. In which case we may just have to let it go. Sing the song, let it go. Or they may be caused by someone or something that it's really vital we work through. For example, in a marriage, in a close relationship, in a family. There can't be any sweeping under the carpet and just forgetting about it and letting it go. We have to actually work on it. Or the hurts um, may be maybe from people, but they don't know. The other person doesn't know they're hurting us. So it could be intentional, unintentional, From something we can't do anything about or can't change it may be something we do need to work on and change or it may be something that someone else doesn't know whatever the case is whatever is causing that hurt it is still real to us they're not just um, something that we can try and forget about in any of these hurts in all of these hurts we have to learn to take our hurting hearts to god we have to, to learn that no matter how big or, or, or small, in the big scheme of things, in the big scheme of life, it may be a small thing, this hurt, but they're real to us. They're painful to us and they affect us. And they also affect those around us. They affect our close relationships. So we need to work them out. We need to look at them. And, you know, we need to learn to, to go to God. He promises to hear us. He's given us his Holy Spirit, the Comforter. He's taken our pain on himself and he's left us the Holy Spirit. John 14, uh, 25 and 26 and 27 says, These things I've spoken to you while abiding with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. You know, we can easily allow fear and hurt and pain, we can allow it to really rob us of life, of the comfort and the peace that the Holy Spirit can give us, that the Bible that Jesus promises us, that is ours, but we need to go to God and to really receive it. I love the Psalms, I've said this to you before, I love the Psalms, they're so real. They're so up and down, like me. They're so full of emotion, like me. You know, um, I was just looking at an example in Psalm 88. You know, the Psalms just so down, so many things are wrong. And then the next psalm, he's so thankful, so grateful, thanking the Lord and praising the Lord for what he's done. They're up and down, but so are we, and that's okay. God wants us to come to him when we're like that, Um, when we're affected by circumstances, when we're affected by people around us, when we're hurting, when we're disappointed. That's when we can go to God. That's when I go to God. You know, it's often easy just to go to other people, Maybe we find it easy to just talk to someone else. We might even—it might even end up being gossiping, really, because we're talking about something that doesn't uh, affect them directly, but we've gone to them. You, have, you know, this happened, and whatever, and and we try and get validation or comfort from talking to somebody, and and that may be okay, um, but sometimes not, especially not if they're going to give us wise advice, but. Even if we're talking to people, and even if they're the right people to talk to, good people to talk to, if even if they have wisdom for us, that still doesn't replace going to God. We really need to take our hurts, our pain, to God. Sometimes... everyone Uh, it's great to be hi everyone Uh, it's great to be here with you again this morning i just thought i'd have a little chat with you and um so i've got a cup of tea anyone that knows me everyone too long then we do need to confess that to the Lord and get that right you know we may or may not be able to talk to the people involved the people that we're feeling disappointed with often we can't often they're not aware it's it's something that we have to deal with we have to work through with God it's not necessarily for them to carry it may not be something specifically that they can deal with. It's something we're disappointed in and we need to work that through with God. But, you know, there may be something you can talk to. Maybe it's with your, your husband or wife. Maybe it's with your parent or your child where something they've done has disappointed you and where, you know, perhaps it would be helpful for your relationship maybe to draw you closer by being able to talk about it but in a positive way. When you've already gone to God and, and had some, uh, some healing for that, then maybe you can say to them, actually, when this happened, or when you did that, it did it did hurt my heart or it did disappoint me a bit because I was hoping for this. But, you know, I just want to be able to talk about it with you and work it through. You know, there are ways that we can talk to people about these things but in a, in a positive way, not an angry way, not blaming them, but be able to see resolution for some of these things that are affecting our relationships. We need to allow God to work in our hearts for any of this that we're going through and, and realise that he is totally, totally committed to our good. That is our Father he allows us to go through hurt and disappointment. He does. But it's for our good. Our scripture reading today from Romans 8 said, you know, all things work together for good. Or, or it says, God works all things together for our good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. All things, even negative things, things that we think are are just too painful too hard why God That's not fair all those kinds of things God will still use and work together for our good now it doesn't mean the thing that we're going through is good definitely not not everything ha- that happens to us is good bad stuff very bad stuff happens because we live in a lost and damaged world and it's full of hurting and broken people who hurt others who cause pain we cause pain to one another that's the damage of the sinful world that we live in that's the damage that happens to us so those things are not good but god works them out works them out for our good is what the bible promises it's what he says the things that happen are not good but he will use them for our good not necessarily for our comfort or our happiness or our convenience. Sometimes these things that God allows us to go through are not comfortable. They're really painful. They're awkward. We feel like, why? But God will use them. It doesn't, this verse doesn't mean that things will just work themselves out. You know, people sometimes say, oh, it'll just work out. Well, no, things don't just work out. God works them out for our good. He uses everything, good and bad, to bring about the best for us and in us because he wants us to become more like Jesus. You know, Ronald Dunn also says, um, I'm just going to read something from, from one of the sections. He also says that, you know if this is true this scripture Romans 8:28 if we really believe this that God is working all things together for our good then if this is true he says it means that my complaints against life and God no matter how understandable are not legitimate if this is true it means i have no right to cling to anger or to harbor bitterness against whatever injustices I may have suffered. If this is true, if God works out all things together for good, it means that if God subtracted one pain, one heartache, one disappointment from my life, I would be less than the person I am now, less than the person God wants me to be, and my ministry would be less than he intends. And if this is true... It means I can climb over those hurts and disappointments, over the tears and the heartaches, over the graves and the sleepless nights and stand on top of that ash heap and declare all these things. God is working together for my good. You know, that's true. God is using all these things, the irritations we talked about last week, the hurts the disappointments for our good and that we might become more like Jesus. It's painful, yes, but it's worth it because God has a great purpose for us. He wants to use all these things for our good. And ultimately, if we've given our lives to God, everything in life, the good, the bad and the ugly, God wants to use to make us more like Jesus. Less of our selfish selves. I want less of my selfish self, and, but, but I want to become more like him. There's a story um, at, in the end of this book as well that um, that's, that pretty much sums up what God is doing in our lives. It's a story of a sculptor. And, um, and a man visited his studio one day, and there was this huge... Um, like slab of marble in the middle of the of the studio and the guy that came in said oh what are you to the sculptor said what what are you going to do with that that marble and uh, what are you going to make out of it and the sculptor said a horse and the guy said oh how are you going to do that and he said and I quote I'll take a hammer and a chisel and knock off everything that doesn't look like a horse and ron dunn says i think it's fair to say that god's purpose is to knock off us everything that doesn't look like jesus that's good isn't it because we want to look more like jesus but it's going to involve some pain you know maybe what i've talked about today has brought up some things for you maybe you've remembered some hurt or some pain maybe there's still some some grief maybe when you look at some a scar or or a wound or a hurt from someone there's still some some pain it's not been healed over yet it's not completely um, you know stitched up and looking good yet because there's still some work to do can I encourage you to do that work whatever it is whatever the pain the hurt the disappointment I'm just wondering if we might do that um, now as we close I'm going to close here but I'm just wondering if you would um, be courageous enough to maybe talk with the person next to you, someone close to you, or if not, talk to them now. Perhaps you might just take a moment to pray, to to talk to God, to just meditate for a moment on some of those hurts, some of those disappointments. And would you have the courage to, to really turn them over to God and ask for his healing, to ask him to help you to look at them And to work them through, whether it means working it out with someone, whether it means just dealing with it with God, whether it means letting something go that you've been hanging on to, whatever it means. I just wonder if you would do that, because can I say, if you do, it's really going to be for your best. It's going to be for your growth, as it has been for me over many years when I've had to deal with hurt and disappointment, where I've had to let go stuff. It's really for my good. It's what God wants to do, to knock off that stuff that's not like Jesus. Could we do that even now as we finish up today? And uh, I, I pray that this will be a really healing process for you, that as you look at these things, as you work them through with God, as you talk to, to someone that you trust, that God will you will allow God to work all these things out together for your good. I pray now for you as we close Lord I pray that as we um, open our hearts to you God as we allow you to shine your light on the things that maybe are hurting us or disappointing us things where, that we've uh, allowed to perhaps fester and have not been worked through properly God maybe their irritations whatever they are father I pray that you'd show us give us courage and wisdom how to deal with them and that we would be able to resolve them and see them healed up, that we would be able to remember them but that, that in a positive way, God, that they would be um, ter- turned around for good. Lord, that we would allow you to work in our lives so that these things would be used by you to make us more like you, Jesus. And I pray for each and everyone here that is able to look at these things, Lord, that you would help them and bring your healing, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.